I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm loving it. Okay. I could That's just like let's just in the next hour like of you playing the harmonica. <laughs> okay. Well, we can do that after the podcast. And we'll just we'll just upload that as the podcast episode. Yeah. Becky <laughs> <laughs> just will be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this expresses this is just an hour of somebody who doesn't know how to play the harmonica attempting to play the harmonica. <laughs> Perfect. Hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, podcast where we talk about The Office. I am Jamie. I am Madison. And I am Subi. And it is just the three of us today. And today... That's kind of the theme recently is just two to three person episodes. It's true. <laughs> We're making this podcast a little more intimate than, than normal. And our lives are all just becoming very busy. <laughs> it's true. And <laughs> none of us have time at the same time on the same day to record anymore. It's very true. But... um. What uh, I wanted to ask today for our icebreaker, uh, since the episode is Beach Games, I was curious to, uh, to know what your guys' last experience at a beach was, or you could even be as broad as saying, like, what do you like about going to the beach, or beaches, question mark? <laughs> beaches. <laughs> well, how about I start with my favorite beach experience? That sounds good. Which was... In Tynmouth, England. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and going through Smuggler's Tunnel. Yes. This is big, dark tunnel, all wet. And then you come out of it down on this beautiful, secluded beach. And, mm. like, it's not your typical, like, hotel beachfront. And you certainly wouldn't want to swim in the water there. But it was very, very pretty. Mm. Um, and Jamie and I were there twice. We were there in high school when we went there to study for... For English class and then when we visited Timoth again in college when we were studying abroad we went back to Timoth for two days and I lost everything I owned. I was gonna say and... it was slightly tainted <laughs> by the fact <laughs> that, that I lost all of my luggage but um <laughs> but I got it all back so it was fine it just took a long time oh, but um but we got to go to Smuggler's Tunnel with just the clothes on my back yeah <laughs> And yeah, that's definitely like very peaceful, very secluded area. Um, but my most recent beaching experience would be with Subi mm. when we went to Presque Isle, which is a fake beach <laughs> on Lake Erie. Is it still sand? It is sand, but they import it. So it's okay. like <clears throat> along, really? yeah, along that's most weird. of the water along Presque Isle, there is no sand. There's mm. only sand where they've like designated a beach area mm. and they import the sand into mm. there because it's not an ocean it's just a lake makes sense that's weird so there's no real sand in it well there yeah. probably is a ton of real sand in it now because i'm sure a lot of it is washed into the lake <laughs> at this point but <laughs> probably true probably true but um and presque isle is very beautiful if you ever have the opportunity to go there i recommend it uh, yeah i remember we went there for was it around my birthday well we didn't go to Presque Isle. We went out no. on a boat tour that went around Presque Isle. That was I don't still... think we actually went to the... No, I, Isle, I don't we? remember going to a beach. But yeah, the, no. the boat trip even was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did it like was... as the a sun was... One. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. That's one of the things that when we go back this week to Erie, we're thinking about trying to do a boat tour possibly. Oh, you should. Ooh, I'm thinking about it, by the way. <laughs> you <laughs> this should. Might be news it's, <laughs> it's very, very romantic. It depends cool. on what the weather's like. Oh, partially. yeah. <laughs> if it's like raining and cold, it won't be quite as romantic. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. 
What about you? Besides Presque Isle, do you have any other beaching experience? I've been to the beach other times. I don't. I remember one time just going there. It was really hot, but I didn't want to go into the water for some reason. Mm. Uh, oh, oh! I remember one time I was at the beach and I got like um like a dried out starfish at oh. the mm, yeah. at the place. Oh, and I had a um a conch shell. Oh. Yeah. You hear the ocean in it. I think. Like, did you purchase them or did you find them along the beach? I think I purchased the starfish, but I found the conch shell. Oh, cool! That's actually really cool. Yeah. Then you relived Those your are... days as uh, what was it, Lord of the Flies, where the conch <laughs> shell is important. Oh yeah, we just devolved in into like... society. Yeah, that's that's my only. <clears throat> Beach memory, yeah. I'm not really a big fan of the beach, honestly. So I, I have another beach story, but it's not really mine. Can I tell it anyways? Sure. A lot of this episode? <laughs> so I went there with, with my... <laughs> I went there with my office friends. <laughs> and then the, uh, the boss turned into a giant jerk. Yeah. Um, AKA every episode of The Office, but continue. No, I was, t- I was technically there. I was just sleeping for it. Um, oh. Or was I? No, I was. (laughs) Or were you? I might not have been there for this. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) I think it was at the very start of like our, when I was six, we took a road trip out to South Dakota. But I think we, and it was a two week road trip with half of my family. There was like 14 of us in two mini or like two camper vans. Um, And I think we started by driving down to Virginia Beach and then we like swung inwards just because people wanted to see the beach and we had time. But like a hurricane was coming in while we were there. And my grandfather was the one who was like in charge of planning the whole trip. And he was so worried, like people were sleeping out in tents and stuff on the beach. And he was so worried that they were going to get like killed in a hurricane that was coming that he stayed up all night just like watching the ocean <laughs> to oh, make sure like he was going to if it got to like where it was the waves were getting too big and stuff he was going to have everybody you know pack up and leave but he stayed up all night just watching the oh. ocean to see if the hurricane was getting close enough that they needed to leave jeez so either that was at the start of our south dakota trip or it was on some other trip when my parents were with them doing something else but i don't think they travel with them at any other point so it has to have been that trip Hmm. but i might be wrong (laughs) interesting i mean there is something peaceful about watching the water at night Um, oh yeah definitely you know i remember i guess most of my beach experiences have happened at the at the beaches near saint brieux um Mm. and which is technically not the ocean it's the uh what do we call it the channel no yeah, mm-hmm. the chant. What is it? Is it the channel? No, that's the t- tube. The that's, tunnel. That's that's the tube that goes like under the ocean, right? So I guess it's just the channel. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, like I don't the know. English Channel. Yeah. 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 So it's along that, and uh, <clears throat> you know, there are nice uh, sandy beaches and stuff. But and we used to go there a lot because, as Ooh. as with used to be, I'm really not a big fan of the beach, especially during the day, just because. I don't know. I just burn extremely easily. And then if it's not that, then you're just like slathered in sunscreen. And <laughs> That's like, not true. I've seen you walking around in 90 degree weather with a black hoodie <laughs> with the hood pulled true. up to avoid the sun and having to wear sunscreen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Back in the day. Um, I feel like in that entire England trip, though, like I did that. But then like my face was like either tanned or burnt. But the rest <laughs> of me was just extremely pale still. So that was awkward. But um, 
but yeah, so I had a lot of experiences there. And I feel like every time I go to the beach, I maybe forget to drink water or something because I always yeah. feel like I'm having like some sort of <clears throat> like uh, heat stroke or something. Like I always feel extremely ill afterwards. Um, maybe you're allergic to fresh ocean air. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I also don't like swimming in the ocean because I'm like, I don't know what's in there. That's creepy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ocean is so gross. I've never yeah. really swam in the ocean. I've walked like along the beach mm. You know, yeah. I got my feet wet. But... That's fun. Walking along the shoreline is, is nice. I did a, but, Alicia and I did oh a couple God. runs like along the beach um, in saint when we were there. Mm. But um, yeah, I think my favorite time going to the beach uh, in recent years what would be like we took a trip because usually in saint after a certain time, the buses stop and then we're stuck in the city. Um, but we had made friends this one year. And so they drove us down to the beach at night and it was cool just like standing there and like it's hard to distinguish like distinguish where like the you know the ocean ends or i guess the channel ends and you begin and you begin <laughs> um, you know and the and the uh and the skyline begins so it's kind of it's very peaceful and you can just hear and of course like there's no one there except you which is the best part cuz during the day beaches are just swamped with people and it makes yeah. me makes me really not want to be there is there well. any like beachfront area in new york city um you can, yeah, I think you can go to the beach. Like they have, a, I think Coney Island has some beach. Mm. I'll have to explore that or we'll have to you explore haven't, that. You maybe. haven't visited it at all. Visited it. <laughs> I have not visited it. Um, <laughs> no, I need to do more explorations. I'm just like, you know, being a bit lazy, I guess. That's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever been to the beach like at night or in the evening. That would probably be really that would nice. Be nice. It's nice. Not yeah. crowded, not hot. Yeah. Well, we were, when we watched the sunset at Presque Isle, yeah. it was at yeah. dusk. That was nice. But um, we were only there to do that. We drove mm -hmm. there to watch the sunset and then left. <laughs> yeah. We could go, well, see, I think Presque Isle, like, they close their gates after dark. Like, you can't oh, get in. But you can get out. So if you go in before dark, like. Oh, yeah, just stay. You'll get out afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. We awesome. could do that. Cool. There you go. Um, so that's pretty much our, our beach beach feelings those are our beach experiences have <laughs> any of us ever played games on the beach uh i have played um petanque <clears throat> on the beach you played what <laughs> petanque it's a it's a french game that you have like these different so someone uh essentially like everyone gets i think it's two like round balls that they have to throw and they're metal so they're heavy okay. and then the like goal at people no, uh, you throw first, I don't know the names for any of these balls. I think they have specific names, but you throw first this smallish ball that's like red and that's the target. And the goal then is to like, I think whoever gets the ball closest to it, like their team gets the points. And so like the goal is to sort of like hurl the ball so that it knocks the person who's closest out of the way so okay. that your ball like replaces it. Not actually knock the person out of the way. No, 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 the no. person's ball. <laughs> just the person's ball. Okay. And, um, and that's, that was a lot of fun. I, I did that, played that a couple times on the beach, but that's about Probably it. why you felt dehydrated afterwards. You were going to the beach and throwing balls around and not drinking anything <laughs> besides alcohol. Definitely was drinking alcohol for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably true. I think maybe if I yeah, drank uh, water a little more regularly at the beach, I would perhaps like it. But I'm also like the type of person who's not like, I don't know. I've never been one to like care to walk around shirtless and stuff. So I'm like, eh. Yeah. Well, you don't, it's not a requirement to take your clothing off at the beach. No, but you it, can stay it nearly clothed. is. 
<laughs> it feels like it is sometimes, you know? Well, if we go to Coney Island, I will not require you to remove any clothing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you can leave it all on. <laughs> and uh, on that note, um, <laughs> that brings us to then season three, episode 22, the penultimate episode, uh, Beach Games. Beach Games. Um, originally aired May 10th, 2007, and I did not look up who uh, wrote it. So I will do that right meow. <laughs> Madison, edit this out. <laughs> it was written by Jennifer, oh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Salada, Kalada, and Greg Daniels. Oh, Greg Daniels. Okay. Yep. Very good. Um, yes. Yes. Um, I, yes. I guess I remembered this episode having a lot more in it than what it did have. I liked yeah. the episode a lot. I just remember it being like a very significant episode. Yes. But it kind of wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is in terms of like, you know, Pam finally confronting Jim and confronting everyone else in the office. Like, Yeah, well, I thought for some reason this was the episode where Jim and Karen broke up. But it uh, obviously was not. I don't know why I was thinking that. Yeah. For the record, everybody. Yeah. That's not what happened. I did. I, I do have to say that I, I liked watching Karen, like, when the camera pans over to Karen when uh, Pam's still <laughs> confessing her truth to Jim. Um, that's kind of a funny time because she's just, like, shocked. Isn't I guess it was earlier that she also was like, Pam's kind of like a, kind of a bitch or whatever. Was that in a previous episode? Yeah. Are you we've missed the last, we haven't, we've missed the last few episodes. <laughs> yeah. So. I can't remember what episode that was in. I think it was one of the first ones when she moved to, when they moved to Scranton. I'm going to pour some coffee real quick. We'll take a pee. We'll never know which. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. We'll just have to take your word that that was coffee. <laughs> So I guess the the nice thing, minus some sort of like weird, the sky is dark and suddenly it's daytime uh, inconsistencies in this episode. I just imagine that Michael made them stay there overnight. That's what I think. Because, <laughs> like, he's yeah. talking about like when he's getting the fire lit for the coal walk, it's daytime. Mm -hmm. And by the time the coals have burnt down, it's dark. But then when they're driving back, it's light time again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just assumed that he forced them all to, like, stay there overnight, sleeping on the beach. Right. Unless we're just supposed to assume that it's, like, a repeat of, like, this was the other song they were singing on the way there or yeah. something, you know? Because um, sometimes they do sort of, like, add something that had happened, like, earlier in the episode towards the end. But um, That's true. But, uh... But I yeah. like my theory better. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, I could definitely see that happening. But, um, I, yeah, it was cool. It was nice that the episode was like kind of fluid. There wasn't too much like, it was one storyline basically going on. Yeah, everybody was like cool. in the same location doing the yeah. same thing. Well, other than poor Toby. I was going to say minus Tobes. <laughs> oh. Who didn't get to go. Well, he makes up for it by going to Costa Rica. So. <laughs> That's true. He also is a bit of a creep. Because, like, you know, he gives his uh, sun cream to Pam or whatever. And she was like, oh, good. I'm going to be wearing a two-piece. And he's like, oh. Like, he really wanted to see her in a two-piece. Oh, he definitely wanted to see her in a two-piece. And then she wasn't wearing a two-piece. Like She was not. She was underneath other clothing. Which, at that point, you're just wearing a bra. <laughs> that was underwear. just a bra underwear. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, of course, she couldn't do anything there because she was obligated to take notes. and The whole time. For and Michael. I was like, there's that point when she shows her notebook and you can read it. And I was trying to like sort out what she was writing about the, the different people. But I, didn't, <laughs> I, did, I wasn't able to actually do it. And I looked and I don't think anyone has bothered to like transcribe it online from what I can see. Okay. Which is I uh, definitely unlike... did not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, this whole episode kind of happens because david wallace offers well he doesn't he doesn't offer michael a job that's like the dumb part about exactly. it. exactly offers yeah, right. to interview michael for a job which michael of course assumes he'll get and you know tries to find his replacement which he probably won't have a whole lot of say over who gets to replace him <laughs> right. he could put in a recommendation but that doesn't mean that the corporate office is going to go for it well right and that's all that david asked for is like who would you recommend you know right and uh <clears throat> but that's of course michael's that's how he is like he hears oh, one yes. thing and he's like oh i'm getting a job okay and then f- flies off the handle you know right um, but i did like uh like once they find out that that's the case because, you know, they do all these different things and no one's really into the games at all. Um, except Andy, who's like screaming at... Um, oh, no, it wasn't Andy. It was Dwight. Dwight, Dwight. who's like screaming <laughs> at the temp. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they finally find out and then Jim and Karen's reaction is to just call corporate and set up their own interviews. Like I know. That was actually pretty smart. It is very smart, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, Michael's method of trying to find somebody to take over his job is so stupid i know like oh my god what do you think you're going to learn about these people that you don't already know about them right for working with them every day well and i love that stanley's like wait so you're really going to use this as a deterrent like a determination if we're getting this job or not and he's just like word and then just he gets really into it his reason is just because he doesn't want to work for anybody else. <laughs> not, I mean, the, not because he thought like C would be a good manager or even because he right. wants the job, just because he doesn't want another boss. Yeah. <laughs> Rather work for a mop with a an broom up- handle on it. An upturned mop with a head or something. Um, which <laughs> I technic- think a bucket for a head. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Technically, he does work for Jim, though, because Jim's like the second in command so he's already kind of working for jim well yeah so um that wouldn't be too much of a change i did enjoy the fact that in typical michael fashion he bases everything that he does in this episode off of a reality show which is survivor Uh (laughs) teams they have tribal council (laughs) <laughs> did you guys did you guys i don't know if it's still on or not but did you guys watch oh, survivor is. oh it is there is a huge survivor fan oh, she has watched every single season since oh, wow. the beginning wow. <laughs> and there have been a lot of them they're still going <laughs> that's crazy i don't think i've ever the seen... original host too oh wow oh wow i don't think i've ever seen an episode of survivor to be honest i've watched a few seasons back when i was living at home because she was so into it but yeah yeah, watch the first season. Of then it. they started making it too easy on them, you know. Oh. <laughs> they used to have to like find their own water and boil it mm-hmm. to purify it, but now they just like give them water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have to survive anymore. That's they just le- have to last. <laughs> oh, that's less exciting then. <clears throat> but they do do like some like ridiculous game, not games, oh, but yeah. like I guess games you could say challenges. Challenges, and, yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. And they do start off on teams and then eventually oh break God. down to individuals. I love that what we're supposed to glean from this episode in terms of Dwight is that he absolutely believes that Voldemort is real. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? Because like I, means he thinks the whole Harry Potter right. series is real. <laughs> I love at the towards the end when uh, when uh, Michael's talking about the the coals, he says something about Voldemort, and you see Dwight like freaking out. He's like, shh, shh, no. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I mean, I would like to think that the Harry Potter series is real, but I know it's not. <laughs> I mean, it might be. We might just be out of the loop. Muggles out of we the didn't. Loop. We didn't get our Hogwarts letters. We didn't. Or whatever the American <clears throat> University is. I forget what it's called. Megan and I almost got our Hogwarts letters when we were at the Harry Potter Fest in Ithaca, <laughs> but the line was like 3,000 people long, so oh. we did not wait in line to get our Hogwarts letter. That would be crazy. Yeah. And it was all like kids who were not even born when the Harry Potter books started <laughs> coming out. I feel like I I think I did this for I want to say it was me or am I making this up? I think I did this for Dominique <laughs> once where like I typed I printed out like the information from the first year Hogwarts letter on like green ink on like white paper or whatever and then put it in her mailbox of her house. Nice. For her um did you address it to her, like, where she sleeps in her house? No, I don't think. I don't think so. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. The cupboard under the <clears throat> stairs. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that was fun to watch that exchange. Yes. Um, uh, I also enjoyed Andy falling into the lake and oh nobody, God. like, noticing <clears throat> him floating out there in the background. <laughs> yes. Well, Angela noticed yeah. Well, yeah, she saw him fall in, but like, I feel like other people should have seen him from the shore. Right, <laughs> right. I did. It, it is fun. Maybe they just thought it was like a really big mallard. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He gets his his comeuppance because he chucks something at a mallard. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> poor duck. Poor duck. Um. So he gets to float forever. I love that. Uh, clearly, the like camera crew has a camera on him at the end in the dark, <laughs> but they do nothing. They just like turn the light out, like. Ugh. <laughs> and he's Poor like, me. "I was with a group called Dunder Mifflin. He's been lost for years." <laughs> oh man! And like, I kind of feel bad for it because he's trying to be so like non-confrontational this no, episode, I... and you know, this, yeah. that's where he ends up is floating in a sumo wrestler <laughs> outfit in a lake. Yeah, and we see him getting to control his anger some with uh, with Kelly when she's like, "No, I'm gonna hit the rock. I know I'm gonna hit the rock," and it's like yeah. twenty yards away. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> it's so funny. Ugh. This is like the start of the Andy that I like. Yeah. Is when he just turns into like this docile, yeah. neutered puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, before he starts getting all uppity about becoming becoming. Right, a he starts dressing all snazzy with like his multicolored outfits yes. and eyes and talking which was, about Cornell. Yeah, which was and... one of his positive aspects that Michael named. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the Andy that that I like. Yeah, and he we we get this Andy for quite a while now. We do, yeah. I liked seeing uh, uh, Dwight and Angela sort of like chatting secretly, secretively, I guess. And, she, you know, he's just like, sabotage. Did you say sandwich? <laughs> no, that was earlier. And I like that we see him eating a sandwich, even though clearly he ate like 
10 plus hot dogs. <laughs> like, no, that's too much. That's too uh, much. I like that when they were talking there, um, Dwight says, if Michael organizes some kind of group hug, stand next to me. It's uh, <laughs> cute. Uh-huh. The best couple on the office, Dwight and Angela. <laughs> they really are. Um, my favorite character from this episode was Creed. Oh when we God. watch him catch a fish with his bare hands and then yes. clearly eat it raw. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no one told me there's going to be hot dogs. <laughs> well, also, speaking of that and raw thing, well, I guess not raw, but not cooked things. Like when Michael just has like those bags and bags of hot dogs and he's like, okay, I need you to cook up these 800 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And she's like, what? I'm like that tiny little grill. <laughs> I love too that like when he's like, okay, we've, the, I won't say what the, uh, the uh, record is in case someone wants to ask that for trivia. But um, he gives the the trivia or the the record, and he's like, "And we have enough to go around for everyone can eat this many." And <laughs> Pam just looks at the camera like, mm, "I don't think so." <clears throat> I don't think that's going to happen, Michael. Nope. So the the coals at the end of the episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Number one, Michael's out of his fucking mind. I know. <laughs> to expect anybody to walk over coals when he won't even do it himself. Right. Number two, Dwight's crazier than Michael uh-huh. because he must have sustained like second degree burns all over his body from <laughs> right. his antics there. Yep. And Pam is awesome. Yes, Pam <laughs> is awesome. I love that like from the very beginning she like wants to do it and Michael's just like you, it would be pointless, you know, because she's not in the running or whatever. Right. Um, but then she does it at the end and, and I really enjoyed watching Pam confront not only Jim because that's of course like the big thing but I like that she was like why didn't any of you guys come to my art show like yeah. why are you pretending I'm not here and stuff like that which is which is true it was yeah Pam kind of like fought some inner battle inside of herself when it came to walking over those coals you know yeah. and she won yes and she did it gracefully unlike Dwight who's like falling into <laughs> them and like ugh, that was terrible Pam just ran over it Dwight like stood in it he, just, he stood in it, knelt in it, laid down in it. Laid down in it. <laughs> rolled around in it a little bit. <laughs> the key with walking on coals is to do it quickly, you yeah. know? Right. <laughs> like, you can touch a hot pot for a second, but as long as you keep moving, you know, it doesn't hurt so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. And, yep, she speaks her truth, which may or may not have an effect on Jim. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She got cold feet with, um, what's his name, Roy. But Roy. Then, then she had hot feet when she oh, talked to, um, yeah. Oh, she that's definitely a, That's did. a connection. No. <laughs> that's a theme, hon. It's symbolism. Look at you finding all the symbolism. I, I did it. I'm so proud of you. I did yep. it. <laughs> I'll put a gold star on your chart later. Yes, which may or may not be equal to 10 points. Right. <laughs> Or a or thumbs, thumbs up. up. I love you that he find the conversion yeah. chart for that. I love that clearly Pam's been taking the notes, but he's just like, "Is there a conversion chart? Check, please." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. That, that was interesting. That was. It was. It was. Um, I don't think Pam has meant has like actually stated before out loud that the reason that she, you know, broke up her wedding was because of Jim. So that was right. it was good I mean, to hear her knew, finally but... say it. Yeah. Well, because even when she was talking to Roy and he was like, you broke up our wedding for him. And she's like, that's not 
the, right. the you know the only reason or whatever. Well, and and she says it again. It wasn't the only reason. There was a lot of reasons she should have ended her relationship with right. Roy, but this was just like the push she needed. None mm-hmm. of the other reasons mattered as much. Yeah. Now, okay, <clears throat> is yes. it? Is it in another episode where we see the conversation that Pam and Jim have when Pam is standing in the lake? Um, oh, like the flashback we get in the next episode? Okay, is it okay? I wasn't sure if it was something that was cut out of this episode no. on the Netflix version or if it was like we see it in a different episode. I think we see it next episode. Okay. I okay. want to say, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm not mad at Netflix over that. <laughs> yeah. The Netflix episode was actually like quite a bit longer than i mean it wasn't as long as i thought it was i was thinking of the next episode which is i think originally a two-parter but this one was still like 28 minutes which is longer than you would expect if it were the version that ran on on cable yeah yeah but um yeah yeah. um i think is there anything else any other points about this episode Um, that we want to bring up did you guys have any quotes i do have a couple more quotes do you have any? I don't think so. Um, I have. We need to find. Well, uh, this quote was a lot longer. Yeah. But I have the end part, which was I need to find which one of these people has the qualities to be a chicken head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't read everything that Michael said before that point. Yeah. No, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, it's like a head. A, yeah. Chicken without its head and it dies. Unless you find it a new head. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. not how chickens work. Um, <laughs> uh, here's a quote from Kevin. Um, oh, geez. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't even get that. Poor he Kevin. doesn't. He does get to eat hot dogs, though. Yeah. I like when Stanley's being like contrary, and he's and Michael's just like, if you don't like it, Stanley, you can go to the back of the bus. Excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> or the or front, the front of the- <laughs> or or drive the bus. Um. And then when Andy or when uh, uh, Michael is giving the description of Andy, he was like, at the end of his prose list, he's like, I trust him. Cons? I don't really trust him. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That seems about right. That's all I have, I think, for for quotes, though. Yeah, I said my other quote during the episode. Hmm? Oh, I guess Mm. the other one that's kind of fun is... uh, about Jim, he's like, Khan's not a hard worker. I can spend all day on a project and he can finish it in half an hour. <laughs> so that should tell you something. It says a lot more about Michael than Jim. <laughs> right. Do you guys have um, Dundees you'd like to hand out? Um, yes, I have the telling it like it is Dundee oh. going to Pam. <laughs> nice. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yes. She deserved a Dundee this episode. I'll give the that's what she said, Dundee, to no one. Because when Michael says, you know, dip it in water and slide it down your gullet, <laughs> no one says that. <laughs> that's true. I'm I surprised Michael didn't say I know, it afterwards. Right? Yeah. I feel like I was reading somewhere that, like, maybe in a scene that was cut out, there's, like, or maybe it's a flashback where they all say that's what she said to that or something. Maybe. But, um... It I'm feels the... like it was a that's what she said joke yeah. that nobody said that's what she said, too. Definitely. Um, oh, no, it says right here that a deleted scene is like after he tells Phyllis to do that, everyone says that's what she said. That seems a strange thing <laughs> okay. to cut out of it. Because yeah. that's sort of, you know, one of the ongoing jokes. But um, I'm going to go ahead and give my uh, you stand up to that pressure uh, Dundee to the Mallard 
for uh, having to deal with Andy chucking rocks at it. <laughs> I hope well he... deserved again. Yes, well deserved. Um, do you guys have trivia from this episode? I do. Ooh. Um, according to Pam, about how many times a year does Michael get sick without any symptoms? Oh. Forty. 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 Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Guess, and yeah. what? I say. I guess we didn't talk about the that part of the cold open, but yeah, we did not. That's okay. <laughs> and my other trivia is: what are the team names? Gryffindor, Voldemort, and wait, hold on, Blue. Blue. Yeah, I was like, okay. it was, it was well, meant to be red. But the, oh, four teams. and Team USA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The end. Oh, <laughs> very well. Um, My trivia is um. Oh, no, go ahead. It's a. Uh, so what? What is the name of the joke that Dwight tells? Like he's like, you know, the they go into like a salesman's office. He tells a really raunchy tale, and then he <laughs> says, you know, what's the name of that joke? There's jokes have names. Yeah, it's like kind of like a weird classic joke. Um, like a priest walks into a bar? No. Right. Yeah. Oh, like that type of joke? Yeah. Oh. Huh. It has a name? Yeah, it's called uh, The Aristocrats. And oh. like the, the way the joke is, so the punchline is The Aristocrats, but like the funny part of the joke is like supposed to be the setup. Oh, okay. Like people are like, oh, well, you know, I, I heard about this you know, this guy goes into this um, salesman's office and then, like, an extremely dirty, filthy <laughs> joke, like, and then then you say the punchline, it's the aristocrats. There was, like, a documentary about that joke where all these comedians are telling their version of, of the aristocrats. Okay. Aren't we just learning something today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they always, like, all of those, regardless of buildup, end in the same way? Right. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. Huh. You learn something new every day. Well, you did, didn't you? <laughs> um, so I nearly said this earlier, but did anyone catch the record of number of hot dogs eaten at this point? Was it like 54 and a half? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's got to be lo- like bigger now, right? What um, is the time limit they give you for a hot dog eating oh, hot dog? I think Actually, it's like a minute. A minute? Yeah. 54 and a half hot dogs in a minute? <laughs> or, you would die. Oh, there's like this legendary competitive eater named Kobayashi. And you, we can like watch videos of him eating. It's like uh, he eats the hot dog and he, then he does like a little shimmy. It's like, <laughs> he's, like a, he's like an he's an athlete, hun. Is he though? He is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, like to watch videos of competitive eaters. It makes me want to barf. No, it's very <laughs> so nauseating. So disgusting. Wait, hold on. It looks like someone in uh, in 2017 downed 70, 72 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Oh, okay. It's okay. probably 10 minutes. 10 minutes makes a little more sense. But that's that still helps. a lot that's still, for 10 like, minutes. That's so much food. Yeah. I feel like I eat one and I'm like, ugh. Ugh, I will never eat a hot dog again. Well, no. I don't think I've had a hot dog since probably before high school. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Um, The other uh, one I wanted to say is when they get to Lake Scranton, uh, Michael gives it a label, like the X largest blah. Did you guys happen to see what it was? 
eighth largest indigenous lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> indigenous. Yeah. Indigenous. Yeah. I wonder if there's actually a lake in Scranton. Apparently there is, but really? it, it looks nothing like that because it's not a sand. It doesn't have a sand beach or anything like that. Oh. Yeah. Because obviously that was filmed somewhere near California, I'm guessing. That makes sense. <laughs> hey, yeah, look at that Lake Scranton. Lake Scranton. I have a 4.9 review on Google. <laughs> Out of five? Yeah. Wow. Shit. And it just it's probably like, Office fans just. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm sure it's Office fans just coming out and I know, we let's need, read the reviews. We need to make a trip to to Scranton and see the lake and Poor <laughs> Richards, all the things. Do people okay. give it good reviews? Well, definitely one of them references the Office. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fair. But yeah, yeah. People gave it good reviews. Cool. Uh, my last question is, uh, how much did the firewalk cost, Michael? Oh, he gave an amount? Yep. Uh, $800. No, much cheaper. $50. <laughs> Nearly. It was $75. Oh. Yeah, he's like, worst $75 I've ever spent or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. I, I, it was funny that with the coal walk, like, especially after Dwight like fell through it and stuff, um, you could definitely tell that it was like over some glass with light under it. Well, you know, yeah. um, Dwight wasn't actually burning. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of funny. But yeah, um, I guess that brings us to ratings. I'm going to rate this a five out of five fun tivities. Wow. <laughs> I like this episode and I always have, even though it didn't have what I was expecting it to have yeah. like as much as I remembered it having, but it's a good episode. It gets everybody out of the office and that's true. Really see a lot of growth with Pam. Like I oh, really like this episode and I didn't hate anybody in it. Even Michael, he annoyed me, but I didn't mm. hate him in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is, this is a good office episode. Five out of five. Nice. Wow. I'll give it, um, three, Hawaiian wow. shirts out of five. Wow. It was, it was, I, I didn't love it. I, like, I, I remember it being better in my memory. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to split the difference and go with a four. Um, I also remembered it being a little more packed with things going on. But that uh -huh. said, I didn't find any... In some of the, the episodes we watch, I'm kind of like, uh, we don't really need this bit. But yeah. I, felt, I felt like it was continuously interesting and, and and involved like there are a lot of things going on so for that i will give it a four for what oh uh, i'm gonna give it a four traipses across the coals out of five. <laughs> very good that brings our official podcast rating to four without any decimal points <laughs> yeah <laughs> four fun tivities traipsing across the beach in hawaiian shirts Perfect. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. A very good rating, I guess, for this episode. Um, and with that said, I guess uh, that brings us then to the end of the discussion of the uh, episode. So thanks for hanging around. Feel free to let us know what you thought about the episode and how many points out of five you would rate it <laughs> at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at tl underscore pcast. And Indeed. What does that bring us to, Madison? <laughs> Threat level podcast after dark. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Monica edition. I love it. I love it. Did you have you Madison, have you listened back to any of the episodes that you weren't in when I spliced in you? Um, <laughs> not yet, it? no. Oh. <laughs> it was like, the you didn't tell me that you've been doing that. <laughs> yeah. It was also the version where like you said like threat level podcast after dark or something like that. So, <laughs> so it's definitely fun. But I do, yeah, with the harmonica, I think I might have a new one to splice in. Which is <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Let's wait till I'm a little better at it. Okay. <laughs> we'll save your harmonica playing skills. Um, with that said, though, what have you guys been checking out, reading, watching? Do well, you... I'm going to shout out something that we haven't actually started watching yet, <gasps> but it's still very good. Okay. Um, season two of Westworld is now airing. Oh. Um, and it's a show that Subi and I watched all of season one of, and actually we're rewatching season one right now because we wanted to rewatch it before we start season two. It's a very complex oh, show. Yeah. You really have to be huh. paying constant attention to and it. And even then it's very, very Yeah, confusing. it's not a binge watching show because like it's it's too overwhelming. <laughs> but um it just started airing season two and I really am looking forward to oh, cool. seeing what happens. Mm -hmm. huh. Have we told you, have we shouted out Westworld before? Do you know to, what it's about? I, I, I think remember. I did shout it out. Yeah, I mean, the concept of it basically is that a company has created a park, which is like this, its own little world um, with yes. robots in it that are, you know, designed to look and function like humans, but, um, you know, and guests go there to basically do whatever they want to these robot humans, you know, kill them, rape yeah. them, you know, pillage the, <laughs> the villages like to, that's like the point of the park. Yeah. And there's like side adventures in it um, that the guests can like go on with the hosts. Um, and, right. and and the hosts or, or, or robots, they're not aware that they're, you know, they think they're human right. and they just, <laughs> they keep dying. But they're stuck, they're in like a, the same loop. So like once that cycle ends, they're programmed to like, forget everything that happened, mm -hmm. all their interactions with those mm -hmm. guests and their loop starts over kind of thing. Um, or if they're killed, you know, and their loop ends early, same thing. They they get cleaned up, sent back out with no uh -huh. memory of what happened. It's, sounds, it's a really good show. Yeah, it sounds it's, really good. If you have HBO um, on I Hulu, you can watch don't. it there. But yeah. Well, right now they're running a special where oh. it's only an extra $5 a month for the first six months to add HBO on. Okay. So you could do that. And then if you, I think it goes up to $15 extra a month mm -hmm. after six months. Hmm. So you could cancel it at that point. But interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll give a shout out to um, HBO. It's like <laughs> we just got it. And, yeah. and there's so many great shows on it. Like some of the best shows ever made, yeah. made by HBO. Like yep. it'll definitely be worth keeping it for $15 a month yeah. after the the five dollar a month trial ends there's game of thrones westworld mm -hmm. there's uh, the wire which a lot of people think is maybe the best show ever made mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah it's that show it's a it's about like different institutions in a city and, and how they interact with each other like it's like drug dealers police officers politicians the educational system it's, it's like it's, it's almost like a show where you're like taking your medicine you know yeah, yeah. but it's or eating your vegetables but it's it's, it's really good <laughs> and there's just like a whole lot of other you have shows. to force yourself to like it yeah but yeah, it's, it's good it's, yeah it's, it's good for you okay it builds character fair, so yeah I'll, I'll give a shout out to hbo and um also there's this 
recurring skit on uh, Saturday Night Live that I've been watching. It's called a uh, high school theater show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, and he has been cracking up watching this more than like any other show he's ever watched. <laughs> it, it's like, it's like a play where these really eager and idealistic high schoolers they just they're they're very like they just try to teach you lessons in in their play <laughs> and it's like like one example is um there's like this old man and he's like somebody help me and uh, the other uh people in the play they're like beep beep i have to get to work beep beep i'm texting and then like the <laughs> the old man dies and oh, they shit. They walk up to him and they say, "Oh, so what does this license say?" They pull it up and says, "The Earth." <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Okay, it's really funny. High school theater show. High school theater show. Okay, yeah. that sounds fun and yeah. like uh, serious things, but in a bit of a lighthearted manner, perhaps. Right. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I am going to give two shout outs. Um, so the first shout out I'm going to give is to the uh, FBI for <laughs> <laughs> for finally finding and arresting the uh, Golden State Killer. Yes, that's Ooh. true. They did yeah. actually do something right. It's so crazy. So for those who don't Go know, female body inspectors. Yeah. All right. So for those who, yeah, female body inspectors. For those who don't know, uh, so the East Area, I mean, the, the Golden State Killer is the title given to this person who's been otherwise uh, known as the original Night Stalker, East Area Rapist, uh, Diamond Knot Killer, a bunch of different things. Um, he is believed to have done at least thir 13 murders, 15 rapes, and 100 burglaries. And so he was active between 1975 and 1986. And um, if you want to know more about the cases and like the like what his MO was and, and things about that, there's a really great five part series on the Case File podcast, which is episode oh, 53. Oh. Yeah, so it breaks it down um, from year between years. So starting with 76 and then I'm assuming uh, that the Case File podcast came out before they arrested him. So yeah. there's no like conclusion on who the killer actually is in it, right? Right, yeah. So it's cool because um, there are bits of the podcast that have uh, some, ac I think it's this one, or maybe it was a different I listened to, but I, there's parts where they actually have uh, like survivors or family of the survivors um, speaking in the, in the podcast. So it's kind wow. of cool. Um, but it is a very in-depth <laughs> breakdown of like, the transition from the East Area Rapist into the original Night Stalker and how they believed they were connected. And now with the discovery of um, this guy, James D'Angelo, who was, uh, you know, a 100% DNA match <laughs> to right. the crimes, um, you know, they can confirm that it was definitely, definitely this person who did at least some of those. And they presume that there's a lot more murders and rapes that that weren't found out about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cause uh, did you, did you read how they actually tracked him down? I've seen a couple different things popping up, but I didn't actually look into it I, too much. I didn't read a whole lot about it, but it had something to do with a genealogy website. Yeah. Like they connected his DNA to like relatives of his first and yeah. like were somehow able to, to track down who, you know, him through that. And that's why mm -hmm. he had like no idea that they were at all onto him, you know? Yeah. Like, apparently he had a roast in the oven when they arrested oh, him. Like he wasn't <laughs> anticipating it happening at all. So, yeah. yeah. 
No, it's so good. And like all of the murder podcast or true crime podcasts that I listen to have been giving like updates about it. Yeah. So like uh, my favorite murder recently released an episode where they reacted to the um, oh, what do you call it? Um, when the people are there and the cameras, the press release mm, um, yeah. for the information. So yeah, it's definitely something to look into. And it's funny because like just recently um, a book was published about peop- uh, this, I forget her name too, this woman's um, sort of uh, what she, her reactions to the Golden State Killer and like what she thought or who she thought it could have, not who exactly, but like the type of person it could have been and like trying to like encourage people to, to continue looking into this story to try to solve it. And then just like less than a month after the book's released, like, you know, they they actually catch someone. So it's, yeah. it's so crazy. Um, uh, and it's got to be a relief to like any survivors and stuff that finally they have a name, but you yeah. know. He went to, he was appeared before court the first time yesterday or the day before or something mm. like that. He didn't enter in a plea. I think that he knows that they know he's guilty, but right. he's going to try and get a reduced sentence by giving more information possibly about like bodies that right. they didn't find, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. Cause you never really know, like, because they have a, a, so much DNA evidence on him, then, you know, it depends. Cause sometimes these killers are really, kind of what I want to say like so prideful that you know they want to tell you about everything or like if you don't get things just right they'll be like oh no it was like this and then you learn more that way so I think they're trying to like skillfully extract information from him Um, and I think if he really is a serial killer too it's unrealistic to think that he stopped killing back in the 80s like yeah you know you don't just be a serial killer for five years and then stop yeah <laughs> you know exactly. like that's not how it works <laughs> ask, ask dexter he'll tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so you know there could be even like more recent homicides that just weren't tied into him you know yeah it's it's so wild that like this was like a huge case and suddenly you know it's they have the person it's so right. wild to think um so i'll be interested to see how that continues to play out um so good job FBI. Good job FBI. And um, it is weird that like they link people through the DNA, which is true because with everyone doing like Ancestry.com and like mm-hmm. uh, 23andMe and stuff, like the number of like, y- you know, the amount of DNA uh, that they have that's not linked to people that have just been like arrested for crimes and stuff is skyrocketing. Right. Um, and I even ordered my own Ancestry DNA kit soon. So. Did you really? Yeah. Ooh. Why? <laughs> um, I just thought it would be interesting to find out exactly like what the breakdown is and stuff. And my mother, yeah. my mother's father's side is a mystery because he was adopted. So she doesn't know anything mm-hmm. about his past. And I think somewhere on my father's side too, there was an adoption. So like, you know, that cuts off family yeah. ties forever. Um, it's just something that never really interested me, mm-hmm. like yeah. family history, genealogy. Like, well, I've always found it interesting. I think genealogy is kind of fun. Like my my grandmother on uh, my mother's side was has always been really into it, and so I remember, you know, traipsing through cemeteries looking for headstones of relatives was something that we did over like sp- uh, summer vacation. Yeah. Like I remember one time going back to fifth grade and everyone was like talking about how they went to like Disney World and like did all the stuff and they're like, okay, well, what did you do? And I was like, oh, we went to a lot of cemeteries and <laughs> and stuff like this. I spent a lot of time in graveyards. <laughs> well, it's like that. And then like that part of my family has always been really into like, you know, psychic things. And so we went to Lilydale in, in New York uh, as part of our regular sort of like summer trip thing. And 
Um, it's it's not perhaps a most normal vacation, but uh, so that's that got me really interested in, in it. And um, so I was like, ooh, it was always, always, always kind of interesting too when I feel like some people are so sure about their ancestry that they're like, oh, I am like 52.1% Italian and like, you know, and uh, for that, for me, I've always been like, I don't really know. Like most of my family is English for sure. Probably some German in there. Um, But but apart from that, I I think it would be interesting just to, just to see. So I'll let you know what the results are and (laughs) where I'm from. Um, But to to bring uh, maybe perhaps a lighter call out to, um, for someone to check out if they're not really into murder and serial killers like I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's a really uh, great podcast that I've been enjoying um, called the Wikicast. Um, And the Wikicast is a podcast that's hosted by Simon Clark, who is uh, a recent PhD. So he did a bunch of YouTube videos about his PhD process. So while I was uh, doing my PhD, I was commiserating. And (laughs) the other person in the podcast is a guy called Daniel Ma. And basically what they do is do sort of like Wikipedia's random article thing. And so then they spend one uh, podcast episode talking about whatever that random thing is. So not too long ago, it was like, the rail, the railways of Zimbabwe or something random. And so like, it starts with that, but then sort of digresses into them just like chatting about random stuff, which is, which is kind of fun. So if you enjoy the part of our podcast where we talk about random shit, then you would enjoy that as well. Um, If you want more structure, definitely not for you. (laughs) If you're looking for more structure, you should check out Navigating Netflix Original, a podcast where they, where we, Jamie and I, (laughs) discuss the best of Netflix originals. Yeah, you can find that on uh, Podbean, navigatenetflixoriginals.podbean.com. Or wherever you found this podcast. Or wherever you found this podcast. Yep. We've talked mostly about Grace and Frankly. Fra- frankly. Grace. Frankly. <laughs> frankly. Grace and Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but Grace and Frankie. And also um, the uh, Netflix original film, The Fundamentals of Caring, which is amazing so check that yes. out even if you don't want to listen to us talk more <laughs> but you should <laughs> but if you've you made it this far in this podcast <laughs> you probably want to listen to us talk more <laughs> yes for sure um but yeah so lots of things to check out and you know give a round of applause to the fbi when you see them for catching the gold State <laughs> you know when, when you see the fbi <laughs> And uh, yeah, so next time we will be talking about the last episode of season three, which is, is it the job interview or something? The job, yeah. The job. The job. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that'll that'll be next week. So thanks for listening, everyone, and catch you on the flippity flop. Bye. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> Excellent. You, you could just end it on my note. I will. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note. <laughs> nice. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Perfect.